What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of What the Bump. Today, you have me alone, solo podcasting, no birth story. We are going to get down and dirty, and we are going to talk about pregnancy and sex, sex during pregnancy, should you do it, can you do it, and all the things. And I did say down and dirty. Not that sex is dirty by any means, but anyways, let's just jump into this episode. Hello and welcome to What the Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse and a certified labor doula who is expecting my first baby this September. This podcast is created to inform and empower every woman on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me here every Monday at 9 a.m. as we dive into all things prenatal, birth, postpartum, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. So sex during pregnancy, truly you guys, what sparked this like idea in me to even record this podcast was that I am 36 weeks pregnant and some change. And, um, I was just like, this is something that is not really talked about is sex during pregnancy. I feel like some people are either deathly afraid of it and think that, you know, it's a total thing that you should not do, or some people feel really uncomfortable doing it, or they feel awkward or, just can't imagine it. It's weird maybe. I don't know. But we're going to talk about pregnancy and sex. And of course, this is, I'm going to preface this entire podcast by saying that this is vastly different for everybody. And, you know, I say nothing is TMI on this podcast, clearly. So I'll tell you guys my experience. Um, But yeah, it's very different for everybody. I mean, like I said, you know, some people feel weird about it. Some people, you know, maybe enjoy sex even more while they're pregnant. But I'm going to give you guys just the facts behind, you know, sex and pregnancy and if it's safe and all those good things. And we'll talk a little bit about it. So starting off, is sex safe to have while you're pregnant at any time of your pregnancy? The short and quick answer is yes. Sex is safe throughout your pregnancy. We're going to obviously get a little bit deeper into that because there are times where you probably should avoid sex while being pregnant. But Starting off, your baby, your developing baby is extremely protected in utero. You know, you have the amniotic sac, you have the amniotic fluid, you have your uterus, you have strong muscles in your uterus, you have your cervix, you know, you 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 have your mucus plug that's also developed in your cervix to kind of stop anything from getting up there. So there are many barriers between your baby and sex. Um, or your baby and a penis. Um, So, you know, it is considered safe. Sexual activity is not going to affect your baby as long as you don't have, you know, complications, which we're going to get into a little bit later. But some quick ones would be, you know, as long as you're not somebody who has been experiencing preterm labor or has problems with their placenta, depending on where it's lying or how it's growing. Um, And you're going to know about these things and you're going to know to avoid sex if you fit into these categories. But, you know, in general, it is very safe to have sex while you're pregnant as long as you have a healthy pregnancy. So, you know, having sex while you're pregnant is not going to provoke a miscarriage either. That is another thing that is really commonly misconcepted, I feel like, is that, you know, having sex can provoke a miscarriage, especially in the beginning. Most miscarriages actually occur because the baby's not developing normally, whether it be, you know, chromosomal is probably the main cause. But Sex will not cause or provoke a miscarriage at all. And I know even for me in the beginning, especially having had a miscarriage in the past, um, sex was a little bit weird in the beginning, like of this second pregnancy, because it is a fear for sure. I mean, you, you know that that baby is growing in there and it's small and just the movement and the penetration, it can just feel a little bit weird. So if it's something that worries you, of course, you can always, you know, not have sex until maybe you pass that first trimester or whenever you feel comfortable or, you know, you cannot have sex throughout your whole pregnancy. That is up to you. But sex is not going to provoke a miscarriage. Is oral sex safe during pregnancy? 
yes, oral sex is safe during pregnancy. There are just a couple caveats to this. Main one is that make sure that your partner is not blowing any air into the vagina. Um, and I don't know if that's like a thing that people do, but it can cause an air, air embolism if you do get like a pocket of air up into the vagina, into the uterus. So do not blow air into the vagina. Otherwise, oral sex is safe considering that you feel comfortable with that. Is an orgasm safe? An orgasm is also safe and it is okay. You know, an orgasm is not going to cause harm to your baby. It's not going to cause preterm labor or contractions or your water to break or anything like that. Orgasm is completely safe, okay, and of course it's healthy. <laughs> so positioning during sex while pregnant. In the beginning, it's not that difficult. You can kind of do all the normal things. You can be positioned in the normal ways. But as you progress throughout your pregnancy and you get bigger, i.e. me right now at 36 weeks, um, just you want to avoid laying flat on your back. And I know you guys all know this because anybody who's pregnant, you're always told, you know, sleep on your sides, don't sleep on your back. If you wake up on your back while you're sleeping, that is not a big deal. Do not freak out. <laughs> just roll over. Um, but yes, when you're having sex, don't position yourself flat on your back in bed. Um, prop yourself up. Use some pillows. You do have to get creative. I mean, as far as positioning, let's just dive into that right now. I think you know, the best way to do it is to, if you're going to do the standard position of sex, like a missionary, um, you want to prop yourself up on some pillows, give yourself more of an angle. The biggest thing is just not to be flat on your back to compress your, you know, your big belly down on your, onto your aorta. Another thing you can do is side lying, whether that be you turn to your side, your partner, you know, straight up and down, or whether it be both of you guys kind of laying side to side spooning. Um, of course, you know, doing it from behind I don't even know I should have probably honestly looked up correct terms I feel kind of awkward like recording this I'm not gonna lie to you guys anyways um <laughs> doggy style however you want to say it you know where you're on all fours and your partner is standing behind you that is a great position while you are pregnant because of course it does allow your belly to hang it makes sure that your belly does not get in the way a lot of times I feel like women feel more comfortable doing it in that position because you can be a little bit self-conscious, of course, while you're, you know, pregnant and having sex. And that is a way that, you know, your partner's not even seeing your belly. So it can make you feel a little bit more comfortable like that. The biggest thing I think with this position is um, just the depth that can be achieved while you are doing it in this position. So, you know, it, it can be super uncomfortable sometimes if you feel like, you, you you are in control, I guess is the best way to say it. So I know a lot of people kind of like the missionary propped up on pillows on your back while you're pregnant because you can control the depth of that position as far as penetration. And when you're, you know, when you are on all fours and your partner's behind you, you really can't control it. So that can kind of be a little bit uncomfortable, but definitely something to try. And, you know, those are really the main ones I think that are talked about. But get creative. Obviously, you can't get too creative because, you know, at least for me, my flexibility, my mobility, my energy levels, all of that is, you know, just not where it used to be. But get creative with your positions. Try different things. It can be a little bit difficult to find exactly what will work, but you definitely can. And going back a little bit to, you know, pregnancy being safe. Another caveat, of course, and this isn't even pregnancy. This is just in general. But um, if you have a partner or a newer partner and you are worried about any STDs or anything like that, definitely use a condom or just do not have sex. That'd probably be the best recommendation. But of course, also another side note on condoms. Condoms are obviously not necessary to use while you are pregnant. And believe it or not, I've had this asked to me before if they need to use condoms because they are worried about, you know, sperm either har harming the cervix 
or sperm harming the baby or getting pregnant with a second child. And yes, I literally have been asked this before, like I said. So you do not have to use a condom. Sperm reaching the cervix and the baby is not, first of all, it's not going to reach the baby because you have barriers, especially your water being intact. But sperm is not going to harm the cervix. It's not going to harm the baby. And it cannot get you pregnant with a second child. I think I actually did see one story of this ever happening in the history of ever. Um, And I don't even know how true or real it was. I just remember I stumbled upon it one time. But I actually just paused this podcast, went to Google and looked this up because it is true. It was a woman in the UK who I guess got pregnant with a baby that was conceived three weeks after she conceived the first. It's known as superfetation. I don't even know, like I said, how reliable that entire story is. But anyways, that's not going to happen to you. Like I can guarantee it. So yes, you can have sex. You do not have to use a condom. Sperm can be released inside of you. It will not harm you. It will not harm baby. It will not harm your cervix and it will not get you pregnant a second time. All right. So when should you avoid sex while pregnant? If you have any unexplained vaginal bleeding, of course, it's a reason to avoid sex. Now you can definitely have a little bit of vaginal bleeding after you have sex That can be normal, but I definitely would bring that up to your OB, not have sex until you talk to your OB again because you just want to be on the safe side with it. But sometimes if your cervix is super sensitive, especially if you're like somebody using maybe vaginal progesterone in your first or second trimester, sometimes that even causes you to spot a little bit. So then having sex on top of that and just having that sensitive cervix can cause a little bit of unexplained vaginal bleeding or spotting, but definitely best to avoid sex if you are having unexplained vaginal bleeding. If you're leaking amniotic fluid, that's also another reason to avoid sex because your water is most likely broken then. If your cervix begins to open prematurely, I mentioned this earlier, if you are somebody who's like at risk for preterm labor, definitely probably going to be told to completely avoid sex. This might vary a little bit depending on, you know, your exact exact situation and your doctor, but if you are having premature labor or cervical incompetence where your cervix is starting to dilate, Sex definitely, you know, first of all, sperm has prostaglandins, which can help ripen the cervix. So, you know, just the penetration, the motion, the movement, the sperm, all that stuff can definitely exacerbate that cervix to open even quicker prematurely, which we do not want. We don't want a premature baby. So um, another thing, and I mentioned this also earlier, was about your placenta. So if your placenta is either partly or completely covering the cervical opening, which would be called a placenta previa, you will most likely be able to um, be advised to avoid sex during pregnancy. Truly, I am not sure, you know, if depending on where your placenta is or the degree of it, if some providers will still allow you to have sex. But I know, you know, for the most part, if your placenta is covering your cervical opening, you definitely want to be avoiding sex. And if you have a history of preterm labor or preterm birth in a past pregnancy, sex might be something that your provider will caution you against during this pregnancy. Let's talk about just kind of how a lot of women feel as far as physically, mentally, emotionally, and all those things surrounding sex. So many women, obviously throughout their pregnancy, they find that their sex drive actually decreases as their pregnancy progresses. So whether this be from physical discomfort like increased sensitivity due to increased blood flow, which I can tell you right now is a real thing. Um, physical discomfort while your pregnancy progresses, you're, you know, you have so much blood flow down into the whole region of your pelvis. Your vagina is extremely sensitive. I mean, 
TMI, well, nothing's TMI, like I said, but I get waxed. I do Brazilians and holy mother of God, they have hurt so much worse as my pregnancy progressed for no reason other than the fact that that area is extremely, extremely sensitive. Um, you know, another reason why a lot of women find their sex drive decreases is of course you're gaining weight. You're gaining weight. That's normal. That's healthy. You're growing another human pounds. Come on with that. But sometimes it does make a woman feel very uncomfortable or self-conscious. Another thing is vaginal dryness. And um, I actually experience this a lot myself. I feel like a lot of times you think during pregnancy, you know, things get moist down there and they do as pregnancy progresses. But I would say my second trimester, sex was really uncomfortable for me because of the amount of vaginal dryness and sensitivity I had combined. Honestly, and I hope my husband never listens to this podcast, it felt like sandpaper. Like we had to use lubrication and a good amount of it and then it was fine but it really felt uncomfortable for me because of the amount of dryness I was experiencing another reason why women find that their sex drive decreases is just the mental blockage of knowing you're pregnant sometimes just knowing especially as you get larger that there you know your baby is right there you feel them kick all day you might even feel them kick while you're trying to get intimate with your partner um it can be really weird mentally trying to get in the zone and get into you know this beautiful intimate moment with somebody who you love when you have a child kicking your ribs out so that is definitely a real thing that mental blockage of just knowing you're pregnant and of course probably one of the biggest things is just hormonal fluctuations you know when you're pregnant, yes, your sex drive can increase because all your hormones are also increasing, but sometimes those fluctuations make you feel tired, they make you feel fatigued, they make you feel nauseous, your boobs hurt, your boobs are tender, you feel like you have to pee all the time, which makes sex even less enjoyable, and all those hormone fluctuations just change you, you know, they just do. So a lot of women find that those hormone fluctuations are really a cause for the decrease in sex drive as well. And then on the other side of that, you know, some people find an increase in their sex drive, which is absolutely amazing. And, you know, run with that sister because enjoy it while you can. And you don't have to, you know, it's an amazing time because you don't have to worry about conceiving if you're trying not to. You don't have to, you know, you can just enjoy it and you don't have to worry about birth control or getting pregnant or not getting pregnant. So that is just great if you find that your sex drive increases, have all the sex you want as long as you, you know, do not have any risk factors for complications from sex during pregnancy. And it's also normal for your partner's desires for sex to ebb and flow. So it's important to remember that, you know, as much as your hormones are fluctuating, your physical, you know, mental and emotional state around sex is changing, your partners might be too, you know. They are mentally preparing for a new baby. They are watching you, you know, go through all these things. And I can tell you right now, speaking for my husband, that sex has definitely been even a little bit, challenging for him in ways just to hear towards the end because you know first of all he sees my belly he feels you know his daughter kick inside of me so as my belly gets big he's like it's just you know he'll say it's just a little bit weird because I know she's in there and she's right there um so I know that you know I think the mental blockage for partners is can be you know huge because they don't have the hormonal fluctuations necessarily they're not dealing with the physical discomfort they're not dealing with the weight gain like we are for them I think it's mainly a mental blockage of knowing that you're pregnant and also you know another thing my husband says is he just says you you know you're still trying to do so much and you're still working and you know trying to stay active and 
you know, take care of our house and all this stuff. And I know you're so tired with all of that and you're getting uncomfortable and I just don't want to like bother you for it. And I think that also goes along with the mental blockage. Like he just wants to respect me and take care of me and like nurture me towards the end that he doesn't, you know, want to bother me, I guess you could say with sex, if that makes sense. But definitely normal for your partner's desires for sex to ebb and flow. And this is why y'all like, you have to talk about these things. Like this podcast is not the most comfortable thing for me to record because like I'm sitting in an office alone talking to a microphone about sex and pregnancy. Like not the most comfortable thing I've ever done, but you have to get uncomfortable a little bit. You got to talk about these things because there are also a lot of like expectations surrounding sex in general in a relationship. And then especially when it comes to pregnancy and your partner might not understand that like you don't want to have sex because you're physically uncomfortable or you feel, you know, weird in your body because the weight you've gained or your vagina is sensitive because the blood flow and dryness or that your hormones are changing. Your partner truly might not understand that. So to them, if you're just avoiding sex, it might seem like, you know, you don't want it anymore, you don't need it anymore because you already are pregnant or you don't have an attraction towards them, you know. So it's definitely important, something that you guys need to talk about and discuss. I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life or um, manage your relationship, but communication is key. I think we can all agree with that, especially when it surrounds sex during pregnancy because it can be weird, y'all. Like, it can just be weird. (laughs) All right, lastly, last thing we're going to touch on, I tried to make this podcast pretty quick because it's just simple. Like sex is safe. Make it as comfortable as you need to. Discuss it with your partner so you know the limitations that you have and enjoy yourselves. But last thing, because I know people are curious about this, you know, you hear that sex can help induce labor. So how is sex safe then throughout my pregnancy? And the rationale or the thought process, I guess you could say, behind this is that some doctors, mind you, it's some doctors, believe that the prostaglandins in semen, so there are prostaglandins in semen, that's a known thing. Prostaglandins are used for cervical ripening. So, you know, as a labor and delivery nurse, when I induce a patient at the hospital, we use prostaglandins, you know, chemically made, I guess you could say, like pharmaceutical drug prostaglandins to ripen their cervix for labor. So there are naturally occurring prostaglandins in semen and some doctors believe that they help to induce labor in a full term or past due pregnancy. So, and it's not even induced. I would say it's more so like help ripen the cervix. And mind you, this isn't a full term or past due pregnancy. So having sex during your pregnancy is not going to make your cervix, you know, prematurely ripen or, um, you know, dilate or induce any type of labor. It's just thought that if you go put you know, past pregnancy, sex can be something that you can add in a little bit more of maybe to try to help induce labor, get your cervix ready, ripen up your cervix and get that baby out. And here is just like a little excerpt from a study that I will also link. Um, And it says human sperm contains a high amount of prostaglandins, a hormone like substance, which ripens the cervix and helps labor to start. Sometimes it is necessary to help start labor and has been suggested that sexual intercourse may be effective in these means. However, there's not enough evidence to show whether sexual intercourse is effective or to show how it compares to other methods such as pharmaceutical prostaglandin methods. More research is needed. So that kind of puts it, you know, together well for you. Um, There really isn't much science behind it. Definitely doesn't hurt to try if you're somebody creeping up on your due date, but don't worry about it prior to that. Sex is not going to induce labor or cause premature labor. All right, y'all, that's really all I could think to even touch on surrounding sex during pregnancy. Like I said, enjoy yourself 
or don't enjoy yourself. You know, you have to do what's best for you, what's best for you physically, mentally, emotionally. And sometimes sex during pregnancy is amazing and you might love it. And then sometimes you might hate it. And it might ebb and flow and change as time goes and that is okay. It can be just a weird area to kind of navigate. I'll be honest, like I have this whole podcast. It's been weird for me. My sex drive is low, I would say, especially towards the end because I'm so tired. I'm so uncomfortable. Y'all, like it's 8 p.m. right now and I'm like I I could get in bed right now. I probably will get in bed the second I'm done recording this. So, you know, I'm just tired, uncomfortable anticipating the the arrival of this little girl and it can be a little bit odd so we're still making it happen though you know just not as frequently as we used to so you just have to do what works for you and communicate communicate with your partner the best that you can and you know just have an understanding relationship so if you guys have anything else any other questions surrounding sex i'm always available via my dms on instagram at what the bump clt or email hello at what the bump clt.com but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this episode not gonna lie maybe a little bit uncomfortable but it was kind of fun and funny to talk about <laughs> i'll see you guys in the next episode thank you for listening to another episode of what the bump make sure to follow us over on instagram at what the bump clt check out our website what the bump clt.com Make sure to leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you are listening on. And tune in every Monday at 9 a.m. for a new episode. Remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only. I will see you next week in the next episode.